and we're live. All right, welcome to another episode of the Worldwide Wednesday Podcast. I'm your host, Sovereign. And I'm Shiny. And uh, let's go ahead and get started because we do have a bit to talk about today. Okay, let's not lie to them. We are strapped for content this week. <laughs> we are very strapped for content. Um, next week is kind of uh, screwing us over because next week has all the content. So this week is just a content desert. Yeah, so we're we're going to try to fit as much as we can. We got a few rants in here that we want to talk about because uh, some, uh, some stuff's going on. But... Uh, and we got to put it in. <laughs> we we got to put it in. Okay. Thankfully, uh, thankfully, the first half is going to be pretty substantive because it's stuff that we actually care about. Yes. So let's go ahead and dive right in. I first want to touch on the uh, Miss Marvel trailer. Yeah. So Miss Marvel came out with his first trailer, and I so and for most of the discourse surrounding the trailer has nothing to do with the trailer proper. Yeah, it let's, has to do with. Well, let's get into that after. Yeah, we we'll, talk we'll about get, it. let's get into the substance before we get to yes. the reaction. So the substance of the trailer. Um, so I have no knowledge of Miss Marvel lore. I don't know her villains. I don't know her allies. Yeah. I just know that she is a massive Captain Marvel fangirl. Yeah, in in the comics, wasn't she, she an human? Yes, in the comics, she wasn't an human. That is true. Which I'm pretty sure they're abandoning this time. Yes, they are abandoning the fact that she's an inhuman, I imagine, for a multitude of reasons. One, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Two, the inhuman show. Three, um, I don't think they want to go through Terragenesis in explaining that. Yeah. I mean, not only that, I mean, this isn't the first time something like that has happened. I mean, it's completely, like, retconned from the, or not retconned, but it doesn't exist in the MCU that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are mutants. Yeah, Scarlet Witch, Quicksilver are mutants. Um, Ultron was not made by Hank Pym in this universe. Yeah. In fact, Ultron has nothing to do with Hank Pym in this universe. Um, The Ten Rings is an organization which wasn't a thing for a long time in Marvel Comics. So, yeah, there's a lot of changes, and this is going to be one of them. So, obviously, the biggest attraction from the fact that she's not going to be an inhuman anymore is that her powers have to be derived from something else. So, it seems that she's getting powers from a genie or a djinn. So, yeah, because now, instead of her being able to stretch her extremities like her arms and legs and all of that, she now has is able to make projections of her limbs. Yeah, she makes is, energy constructs a la Green Lantern. Yeah, which is different for sure, but it's not too jarring to where it's, um, where it's like too much of a detraction from the original character. In fact, honestly, I think they're doing this just because of the fact that they're bringing up uh, Mr. Fantastic in a, in a few movies here. Yeah, I also, and this is my personal opinion, I think the real reason why they don't want to do it is they do not have the budget to CGI her actual limbs in a six, in a six to ten, how many episodes? It's six episodes, right? I don't know. I think it's like a six episode series. I just think they don't want to go through the money. It is a lot of effort to do that, though. And I think saving that budget for Mr. Fantastic in a movie setting would probably be more appropriate. Yeah, because I've, I've personally had this little pet theory of mine. That uh, the Fantastic Four 
will not show up in any Disney Plus series in any meaningful way, specifically because their powers are all CGI extensive. Yeah, I mean, at the most... The you most could... you could get is Sue or The Thing, and um, maybe Johnny if he doesn't do anything. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're all very CGI heavy. Yeah. But yeah, Sue you can get away with, for sure. Sue you could get away with by just uh, just having her phone in her voice. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the rest of them, I think, are very CGI extensive, which is why I think they changed her to be more of an energy construct, because that's less CGI in, in intensive. Intensive. Meaning, we unfortunately are losing her embiggening powers, which I found out is a word in the dictionary because of Miss Marvel. The word embiggening. Did not know it was a real word. They could still make it work. I could definitely see make it making or it working. Oh, it's definitely her. De like her powers are definitely going to show like her limbs being enlarged via energy constructs. But it's just not going to be like we're going to see her physical hand be large. Yeah. Which yeah. like I I could still see her making a construct and her embodying the middle of it while she controls it. Because ultimately, based on what we've seen, I think they're like the constructs themselves are gonna be like attached to her physical being. Yeah. So. I also I also think Marvel is waiting for the Netflix One Piece show to come out to show how they show Luffy's powers. Because Luffy's power in One Piece is very similar to Mr. Fantastic and Ms. Marvel. Yeah. I think they're waiting to see how they do it and the reception to Luffy's powers in One Piece in live action to see how they want to pursue it. Because let's be honest here, and when it comes to PR, Disney does not want to be the fall guy here. They would much rather see Netflix try and fail with like stretch powers in live action than actually like, you know, yeah. do it. Yeah, because fail. Cuz the uh the CG in uh the original Fantastic Four movie was uh whenever it was uh, focusing on Mr. Fantastic, was uh, pretty bad. They pretty much had to rely on that suit in order to make it look like normal. Because whenever Mr. Fantastic is out of the suit, it looks really bad. Yeah. So I think, just, I think there's a lot of behind-the-scene factors as to why she doesn't have it. But onto the trailer itself, I thought it was really charming and adorable and really cute. And I definitely like... Because it, it's playing it's, up the fangirl it, elements it, of her character. Is her name pronounced like Kamala Harris? It's Kamala. Okay, so she's not Kamala Harris. She's the opposite. No, yeah, yeah. They actually call like, her Like, I know, I know they made the joke, but I was like, oh, wait a minute, which one is the vice president? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, this one's definitely going to cause a lot of confusion. But yes, her uh, comics accurate pronunciation is Kamala. Yes, and I think that actually has to do with the fact that Kamala is Muslim. Well, Kamala is not Muslim. Yeah. Because our vice president, Kamala, she's Indian American. Yeah. While Kamala is Pakistani American. Yes. Which, there is a difference. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But um, she seems like such a fangirl, and she's such a dork, and I love her. She is precious, and if anything bad happens to her in this show or the Marvels, I will riot. Yeah. Ultimately, see, I'm heavily relying on the Marvels being really good, because 
I need Captain Marvel's character to be good in order for her to be like a very good role model for Miss Marvel. I think Captain Marvel's gonna be in this series to begin with. To be perfectly honest with you. You think so? Yes. See, I, I see a post credit scene cameo, honestly. I see her because I see her being in the final two episodes, like how Yelena was in the final two episodes. Yeah. If anything, her being in the first half not gonna happen. Oh, definitely not first half. I think final two episodes like Yelena was. Yeah. Or if anything, maybe she gets like an on TV appearance. Yeah. That could that could happen and that could influence why uh, she adores Captain Marvel to begin with. I mean, we do see her going to the Avengers Con. Yeah. Which is weird to think about. So like an Avengers Con in our universe makes sense. Avengers is just that media. But in reality, if there was to an Avengers Con in our being a far less racist. <laughs> That's what it's like in universe. I mean, fair. I, am I wrong? You're not wrong. It's just a less racist Proud Boys convention. Aside. Because I, because the other thing that I have to wonder, because I remember when I first saw the, the, the teaser during Disney Plus Day. So, like, there's no IP holders in this universe for Captain Marvel and Captain... I mean, I guess America, like the United States of America, would technically hold the copyright on Captain America, and I guess Stark Industries would hold it for Iron Man, but, like, there's technically, like, no copyright here, so, like, anyone could say they're that person, and it works. Anyway. I, I bring this up because part of me actually thinks for a while she's going to call herself Captain Marvel. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, I do see that. That's why I'm thinking this, is I think for a while in the show, she's going to call herself Captain Marvel, and then she's going to call herself Miss Marvel at the end as a way of her coming out of her metaphorical shadow of her idol, Captain Marvel. I mean, isn't that pretty much comics accurate? I don't believe so. In the comics, she was always Miss Marvel. Because Carol was Miss Marvel for the longest time in the Oh, comics. yeah, that's right. And... Okay. Hello? Are we, are, we, are we here? All right, let us double check and see. I don't see our stream up yet. Give me a second. God, the internet is so and bad. And are we live? Oh, no, this is bad. Internet is so bad today. Okay, looks like we're live. Okay. Okay. I am so sorry, everyone. Um, yeah, we are just having a lot of issues. Um, and I think, we're like, we're dropping frames like crazy. I legitimately think this has to do with just the situation with our internet. Yeah. So, we'll look into this, um... This is a pretty scuffed episode as it is. <laughs> but we shall persist. Lord knows how I'm going to be able to try and save this episode. Yeah. So oh, let's fuck. get caught up. Oh, fuck. This may cause problems for down the line. But uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll handle that when we handle that. All right. So getting back on topic. So with the Arceus event uh, fully actualized in Brilliant Diamond the Shining Pearl, 
it comes with a few caveats. That being that you gotta beat the first, or you gotta beat all 27 main missions in Legends Arceus in order to obtain Arceus and Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Which, yes, does mean you gotta catch all Pokemon, meet Arceus, and obtain the Legends Plate. Yeah. So, that's where a lot of complaints are coming from. And on one hand, I think the prospect of catching God in any Pokemon game should be difficult. It's fucking God. But the issue stems from you having to catch Arceus to catch Arceus. And that's where a lot of the complaints are coming from. Yeah. Because but on some level, I also think back to the Manaphy event for the original Diamond and Pearl, where you literally needed to beat an entire side game. Oh my fucking god. Okay. So. I have an idea. Because it's pretty fucking scuffed as it is. Let's just record this off stream. Because I don't think we're going to be able to salvage the stream like this. Um, hmm. Well, it says we still have... Oh, no, that viewer's gone. Yeah. Completely scuffed. And I do not think we are, we are going to be able to stop this from happening. Wait, does it still say we're live? Still says we're live, but I don't know for how long, and it's looking pretty bad in terms of our performance. So I'm thinking we may have to just record the rest of this off stream, splice it together with what we have from the live, and then we'll go from there, and next week, hopefully, we're better. Okay, Let's give it. One last attempt. Okay, one last attempt. Because we are live right now. Okay, one last attempt. I am so sorry, everyone. This episode is scuffed as fuck. This has been pretty fucking shit. Not gonna lie. Like, we are getting absolutely destroyed by stream connectivity issues, which we have not experienced in a couple weeks, really. I mean, the last time we experienced it, I think, was when Legends Arceus dropped, or the week before it. It was the week before. But yeah, it's because of the weather. Let's be honest Yeah, it's here. really, like, our internet service provider, um, for all of you that have Spectrum, know that um, Spectrum can be absolute dog shit. And when it rains, and when it rains, it pours in this fucking state. Um, Spectrum gets really fucking bad. And the Wi-Fi goes from dog shit to just absolute horse shit. And it's pretty bad. So yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. We're probably going to go down again at some point. And when we do, we're probably just going to have to record this off stream. Yeah. Like, this is pretty fucking scuffed. And I'm sorry, everyone. This is not how we intended this to work. But, um, yeah. Looks like uh, it's just not going to work right now. But we shall persist until the end. Yeah. Anyway, going back to what we were talking about before uh, the stream crashed. So, most of the complaints coming from ca catching Arceus, of course, stem from the fact that you got to go through the entirety of Legends Arceus. And you brought up having to go through the entirety of Pokemon Ranger to get Mana. And usually half Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. To get Fiona. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I see that. Like, but that for remake, so given would make sense. It is especially just, so easy to get in this. Stuff. Not just the Manaphy, getting both um, 
what's his face? Mew and Jirachi. Oh, yeah. Like, they've definitely oversimplified getting, like, past-gen mythicals. Yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, getting Arceus is pretty fucking difficult, but it is God. But, um, let it be known that Arceus is available on Smogon for a brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl Ubers. And let it be known that Arceus most likely is demolishing the tier as we speak. I mean, we've all seen Extreme Killer. Yeah. <laughs> and um, this is a meta with, um, let it be known, no primals, no megas, and no steel-type ubers outside of Arceus Steel and Dialga, actually. Yeah. So um, Arceus is going to fucking wreck house because unlike the original Gen 4 ubers where Arceus was already banned, Arceus has access to its full EV potential. Yeah, because before when it was released through events, it was it, only limited to the 100 EVs. Yeah. This one is different. Yeah, no longer the reign of Farseus. Now we just have Falseus. <laughs> this thing is going to absolutely destroy the Ubers tier. Um, do I think I'll get banned to anything goes? Nah. No. But do I think it will become metagame defining and warping a lot of BDSB Ubers? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. There is no Genesect. There is no Primals, no Xerneas, no Necrozma, no Eternatus, no Zacian, no Megas. It's just Arceus and everyone else living in Arceus's world. Yep. Because, so. I mean, as soon as you bring in, like, checks against normal Arceus, Arceus Ground will be coming out. You got Arceus Ground, you got Arceus Fighting, Arceus Dragon, Arceus Psychic, Arceus Steel, Arceus Rock, Arceus Electric, Arceus Grass, Water, but let's oh, just... also, Arceus Fairy. That does exist now, huh? But really, the be best ones are Arceus Normal and Arceus Ground, right? Yeah, Arceus Normal because Extreme Killer is a fucking nightmare. And Arceus Ground. I think Arceus Fairy is also going to be pretty good because um, Palkia and Rayquaza are decent. Yeah. And, well, what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do when a fucking stab judgment fairy type just wrecks house? Yeah. And wh wh who you switch it? What Ubers resist? ho -O? It's just ho -O. Yeah. I mean, you got Heatran, but he. He trans not like Uber. Trans like Uber by necessity. Yeah. If anything, the only counter might be Yeah. Mm. Then you just switch out. Yeah. Arceus is gonna wreck house in that tier. It's gonna be pretty fucking it's gonna be a bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's gonna be pretty fucking bad, not gonna lie. But, you know, that's how it works. Yep. Next month we are getting a Dark Cry event. Where which will be a lot easier than Arceus, thank God. For yeah, that. with the Darkrai event, you just get it. Yeah. Which would then mean that the only mythical we're missing is Deoxys. Yeah, because the last time Deoxys was released to the public was in the Delta episode. Yeah, I don't think there was a Deoxys event back in Gen 7, so I think it was when you could just do the Delta episode. Yeah. So, yeah, Deoxys has been out of the game for a while. Yep. Makes sense. Deoxys lost a lot of competitive viability in Gen 7 because Duskmane Necrozma is literally 
destroying every psychic type. Yeah. So, I feel like Deoxys would be pretty good in a BDSP Uber. So, Deoxys speed would get its fucking, like, um, hazards up. Would be pretty good. Deoxys attack, obviously, would kill everything within a country mile. But, that's a, that all depends on if it's gonna get released. And they wouldn't have to deal with Darkrai this time around, because uh, Dark Void is still nerfed in this gen. <laughs> so, right. uh, when Darkrai returns, it will go back to Ubers, but this time will actually be kind of not good, because we'll have to rely on Hypnosis. Yep. <laughs> oh, God, they massacred fucking Darkrai. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Smeargle. Really, honestly, Smeargle <laughs> fucked Darkrai so hard. <laughs> anyway, so, to get off of that... Um, do you want to tell the chat, um, your results that came from, uh, your March International Challenge that yes. came from our team building segment last week? Uh, yes. I was able to get my ranking up to 590 out of 15 battles, which is pretty good, actually. Okay. Yeah, I didn't play just the recommended three to get Valerian Zapdos. So, yeah, I ended up getting my spiky chicken, and I'm very happy with it. <laughs> nice. What was your win-loss ratio? Uh, I was definitely above 50%, because um, I faced off against some really good teams. I will say the one strong counter that I did face was Indeedee, that pretty much... Indeedee male or female? Uh, Indeedee female. Okay. Because it completely demolished my ability to set up double screens. Ah, uh, yes, because uh, Psychic Train completely nullifies Prankster. Yeah, which I'm thinking of replacing uh, for the uh, April challenge. I'm thinking of replacing Thunderous for Rillaboom. Also, because I mostly have been leading Blastoise uh, Grimmsnarl, so yeah. I might lead um, Rillaboom in order to get rid of Psychic Terrain if Rillaboom does end up slower. Yeah. Just so, uh, some stuff that I gotta give thought. Yeah. Or, maybe you just have to. Maybe, maybe, maybe you uh, wheezing. Yeah. Or maybe when Indeedee comes out, you just gotta Dynamax the fucking uh, Thunderous and use Wildshot and Max Lightning. Max Lightning. Because, do you know what's actually interesting, though? If you use the Prankster Genie, you're safe to use uh, dual screens. Because they don't touch the ground. That's unaffected by terrain. That's right. Yeah. So maybe look into that. Huh. <laughs> Team building for next month. Yeah. So that is an end battle. It was really fun. Yeah. And uh, we're probably going to do it next month. Yep, definitely. Because that's when, uh, that's when we get the shiny Moltres, right? Yep. Okay. Um, any more media? I think that covers all the media segments for today. Yes. Again, it's been a very slow week. We're waiting for Dragon Ball to come out next week. There's Dragon Ball, there's Mario Kart, there's probably going to be some new Marvel news. Um, Which, definitely, look, definitely looking forward to getting Coconut Balled. Oh, yeah, you're gonna die. <laughs> I can't wait to beat his ass in Mario Kart. Oh, please, I've been catching up. I did beat you in the last... I did beat you last time we played that. Yeah. So, our next segment, I think we should go with the more lighthearted... Do you want to go lighthearted first? Because um, I'm trying to think of which one we should handle before the stream dies. Let's go handle... Let's do the less um, fun one first. Okay, so we'll handle Ida. Yeah. So well, it's actually not too depressing because it's a W actually. So Idaho, the Idaho State House recently passed a bill 
that was trying to criminalize giving transgendered minors their gender-affirming care, making it punishable by life sentence for the parents and the and for the doctors that were performing it, uh, um, a child protective services call. And if the parents left the state to do so, it would have been considered illegal, and it was also punishable up to life sentences. Which, so, as you these can, are obvious reflections off of Texas and Florida passing similar laws in the past month. The difference being is that this was massively unconstitutional oh, on yeah. a multitude of levels. Oh yeah, this pushed the scale much harder than we've ever seen. Like, the ability to prohibit people from crossing state lines for medical procedures is very much unconstitutional. Yeah, but thankfully... Surprisingly, the conservative majority in the Idaho State Senate shot down the bill yeah, it was shot down 55 to 13. I know, I think 55 to 13 was what it passed within the House. Oh, really? They didn't actually give the numbers for how much it was shot down by in the Senate. Okay. But it was a GOP majority. They cited, funnily enough, parent... <coughs> oh my god, that was an accident. I'll continue. They yeah. cited par parents' choice <coughs> as a reason as to why they won't let it go through. Yeah. Which, uh... I mean, it's the correct take, but this shouldn't have been a thing to begin with. Yeah. So, for once, the conservatives are actually following their principles because, you know, it is a parent's right to give their child gender-affirming care if they're transgendered. That is the parent's right. And the government should not be legislating that. Now, before we give them too much credit, let's go into the origins of this because, most certainly... This bill was created as a dog whistle to their voters. Oh, this most certainly was definitely done as a huge virtue signal to the transphobic base within Idaho to make it seem like the legislators in the state house are real tough on those transgenders because they're definitely child predators and this is definitely child abuse. I hope you can tell I am dripping with sarcasm right now. It's it's physically visible. But yeah, it's that this was just one giant massive so transphobic virtue signal. So while they did end up at the right place somehow in the end, this the existence of this bill is still their fault entirely. Yeah. The way I see it is it's like the time Neil Gorsuch defended gay marriage in the Supreme Court by saying that if you oppose gay marriage, you're doing so on the basis of sex, which is sex-based discrimination, which is unconstitutional, which, yeah, that is absolutely 100% correct. But you have to sit here and wonder that the reason it got so far was because of conservatives like Neil Gorsuch pushing narratives about gay marriage and then him getting in a position of power and realizing I will look like such a partisan hack if I actually supported this. Yeah. <laughs> and I very much feel like this was a situation where the ones in the Senate were like, okay, we get the virtue signal and all, but you people are fucking crazy if you think we're going to pass this. Which, like, did you, it's like, it's like when Georgia got absolutely manhandled by a lot of their laws, Idaho has less bargaining power. What the fuck do they have? Potatoes? Exactly. Honestly, this... Uh, this news about them not even passing it is 
a complete shock after what we've seen in Florida and Texas. Honestly, it was a complete shock, but to be perfectly honest, it makes sense because it was the most radical of the three. Oh, yeah. The other ones were more about legislating about what you can and can't say in schools. This was straight up saying, you're a fucking criminal if you try to give your transgender child gender-affirming care, which is another level of psychotic. Yeah. Like, that's just a new level of psycho that, like, we definitely needed to avoid at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. And so, excuse me. And so I'm really happy that it was shot down, but I am not willing to give the GOP of the Idaho State Senate too much credit because it's like asking, it's like congratulating someone for not murdering someone after they've murdered someone about 364 days of the past year. Congrats! You're not completely terrible. You're just terrible 99% of the time. Congrats on not being shit today. That, yeah, that sums it up pretty much. Yeah, the extent of my the extent of my goodwill to the Idaho GOP is very thin, and I will only give them credit because they had to shut down what is ostensibly a cartoonishly evil bill. Like this was cartoonishly evil. This is some shit that you would think fucking Skeletor would think of on a Saturday morning He Man cartoon. It's that comically stupid and evil. But let it be known, comically evil is still evil. And that bill was very fucking evil. Oh yeah, that passed. If that yeah. passed, that was basically them legislating and saying, we hope your transgender children kill themselves out of gender dysphoria and hatred. Yeah, because as we said last week, these uh, laws in Texas and in Florida will cause more suicidality in LGBTQ. Yeah, which is the point. The point is, is that they hate you and they want you to die. And if the if if anything, the only reason they want to keep you alive is so they can rape you before you kill yourself. And I will not mince words when I say that. I, I the the idea of conservatism in the regards to children and sexuality around children begins and ends insofar of how they can exploit children in that dynamic because. The easiest case to bring up in that is the Republicans' constant defense of child marriage. Yeah, the defense of child marriage and just the, just the numerous disgusting things that Republicans that claim to be against gay marriage like will do on the side. Like, there was a Texas state senator, GOP Texas state senator, who was, like, railing against, like, um, he railed against homosexuals and all of that. He was found with a gay prostitute who was a minor. Claimed he was saving him, giving him advice, I say with air quotes. Yeah. Oh. So the, for that, I would say this is all very firmly projection. Uh, I mean, the, the whole, the entire platform of the GOP is gaslight, obstruct, and project. I, right. I forgot who I heard this quote from. But, oh no, I forget which streamer I've heard this from, but if you want to know, I forget who it is, but if you want to know what the GOP wants to do, it's to watch what they accuse the left of doing. Yeah, that's firmly what it is. They accuse the left of being the ones that care about, like, children in a sexual context and all this different shit, when in reality, 
they're the ones that make all the comments. Like, was it fucking... Who was it that made the comment that if you think... If you agree with Greta Thunberg on climate change, then you have to agree that she's old, that she's uh, mature enough to consent to sex. Wasn't that just some random Twitter user? I wasn't sure if it was a major one or not, but that's the mindset that they take. Oh yeah, because I've heard that story. I'm pretty sure it was just a random. I Twitter thought it was someone important. Regardless, it's regardless. It's pretty fucking disgusting oh, either yeah. way. But that should tell you a lot of conservative mindsets when it comes to discussing children's sexuality it's always in how much can i exploit them and if i can't exploit them how much can i make their suffering more because i can't exploit them because the like the immediate like goal and and like for leftists about child sexuality is teaching them like the way like teaching them about abuse sex and sexuality because it helps them avoid abuse from adults that use the tabooness of sexuality to make children be afraid of speaking about the abuse they then undergo. Because ultimately what they do is they keep them ignorant so that way they can just go ahead behind the scenes and like, don't worry, this is our little secret type. type exactly. Yeah. It's, the, it's also what I think about with abortion and how abortion is another thing that they use to punish teenagers. Specifically, they use it as a cudgel to hit teenagers with, but then will force teenagers to go through an abortion if they're caught with them. Or they'll just drop them. And then just allow them to roam the streets and have their family pick up the pieces of their abusive actions. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I can't really give the GOP too much credit here. I'm not willing to give them any credit at all, honestly. The most credit because I'll give them is that for once you weren't shit, but then again, I'm, I'm, they, I'm, we I'm, wouldn't have been in this position if you guys had decided that trans people are people and not worthy of being treated like they're some type of fucking scourge. No, I'm not even willing to say that, honestly. I'm willing to go a step above it, that they're still the pieces of shit in this situation. Oh yeah, no, they're still the pieces of shit. It's just that I'm, I'm, one group of conservatives were less shitty than another. Uh, which is such a low fucking bar to cross that you would think a fucking giraffe could just get it. Yeah, uh, I'm not even willing to utter any positive connotation when it comes to this. Yeah, it's just pretty fucking disgusting all the way around. I'm just glad it didn't pass because my main concern is about transgendered children and being able to get gender-affirming care because the best way to handle gender dysphoria is to have gender-affirming care. It's been psychologically proven that that is probably the best thing that you should be doing, especially for minors. And untreated does lead to a higher level of suicidality, which is bad. We should be about lessening the suffering of people especially children. And it's it's unfortunate that a bunch of conservatives have been brain poisoned into thinking like oh the uh, that academia and uh, and science has been infiltrated by leftists which uh, unfortunate to say I don't think it's a brain poison it comes part and parcel with the ideology. Yeah. I mean the I- idea of conservatism as an ideology is anti-intellectual. Fair. I mean, at the end of the day, science, academia, and reality, they all got a liberal bias. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's the reality of it. Yeah. 
Anyways, <laughs> so to bring about a more positive, no, not really no, 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 positive, lighthearted. It's lighthearted because it's stupid. Oh, it's extremely stupid. And uh, let's just say we did it, folks. Bipartisanship finally exists, everybody. Yes, in a stunning move. All 50 of our glorious senators finally agreed on something. What was it? Daylight savings time is now permanent. I'm going to flip my fucking desk because this is the <laughs> dumbest shit I have ever oh, seen. Oh, no, no, no. It's a hundred. Oh, a, it's all. fuck. It was a hundred. <laughs> my bad. Because even the GOP agreed with this, too. All of them decided this was a good idea. So. I fucking hate my life. So, to get into the specifics, the, the uh, Sunshine Protection Act has just passed through the Senate. Wait, I just have a question. What the fuck does sunshine protection mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? What the fuck does sunshine protection mean? We're protecting the sun from what? We can't do shit to the sun. The sun is going to destroy this planet in a couple billion years. What the fuck are we protecting the sun from? So, to get into the specifics. So, <clears throat> the wording of the bill states that... Daylight savings time will become permanent. Now, the funny thing is that the wording of this bill indicates that we're not eliminating daylight savings. We are keeping it permanent. So we are going to, so, um, like, on surface level, you think, oh, wait, we're going to be pushed forward an hour ahead like we are for 75% of the year. Now, the senators have not come out yet and indicated whether they are keeping daylight savings time or reverting back to standard time. And the fact that they haven't decided this yet on a bipartisan bill is utterly moronic. It's so moronic. Mind you, this hasn't passed the House, nor has it hit Biden's desk. But I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I highly doubt this isn't passing. If 100% of senators agree with this shit is passing the house. Oh yeah. And Biden will take whatever bipartisan win he can get at this point <laughs> to will literally validate his moronic opinion that yes, the GOP and the Democrats can come together on something. Which you know, I'll be I'll be damned. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong, Biden. I was wrong. I am sorry. I was wrong. There is something that the GOP and the Democrats can come together on and give bipartisan bipartisan support to. Healthcare? No, it's the Sunshine Protection Act, which, by the way, what the fuck does Sunshine Protection even mean? <laughs> and of course, of course, of course, this backward-ass, dumb-ass fucking bill, of course, had to come out of fucking Florida. Because, you know... The Sunshine State had to be all about sunshine protection. Fucking Rick Scott's dumbass. Was it Rick Scott or Marco Rubio? Both! Because most of the things I've heard is that it, this came from him. I don't give a fuck. They're both <laughs> retarded. <laughs> I hate this. This is so fucking dumb. This is so fucking stupid. I absolutely loathe and despise this. The fact of the matter that this was the first real bipartisan thing we've ever gotten in the Senate 
makes me want to fucking take a shotgun and blow my brains out. In a video game. Like, I honestly want to create a Minecraft world and sit in a bathtub with a toaster. I hate everything about this. (laughs) Utterly moronic. Stupid. And at the end of the day, what does this actually achieve on any level? What does Daylight Savings Time actually do for anyone? And again, just to reiterate, we are harping on the fact that it is not clear if we're keeping standard time or permanently shifting our clocks forward an hour. This has not been clear yet. Oh, and by the way, I'm pretty sure we're one of only two countries that do daylight savings time. Hell, Arizona, Hawaii, and Alaska don't take part in this shit. (laughs) Every day, every day, every day I find another reason as to why life is not worth living. This country... Gives me so many reasons. But, you know, the things that really get me is the absolute dumbest shit that this country never fails to produce. This is one of them. Where I just have to sit there and wonder, do I really have more collective brain cells than all 100 senators? (laughs) Like, do I honestly live in a world where the only thing our Senate can agree on is something like Daylight Savings Time, the most irrelevant fucking thing on the face of this earth. That is the thing we got bipartisan support on. Not healthcare, not student loans, not immigration, not voting rights, not sexism, not any of that shit, but Daylight Savings Time, a made-up thing that we made up, that only we practice that no one else in the world practices. We made this shit up. It's not even real. Like, there's nothing to actually enforce daylight savings time. Like, I hope you understand that the utter ineptitude and downright stupidity of all of this physically hurts me. Like, I am literally allergic to such mental retardation. The collective mental retardation that came into the development, the the, pre- the presentation and signing of this thing makes me hurt. Like, there are such things as so stupid that it hurts. This is one of those things. And I speak from experience because I damn near had a fucking aneurysm when I saw Jake Paul's Everyday Bro and I feel very similar to that right now. And you think I'm joking. But upon watching Everyday Bro, I started bleeding out of both nostrils profusely. Because I was so offended and so allergic to such stupidity and retardation, my body rejected reality. That's how I feel right now. I feel like I actually am going to have an aneurysm. That the brain, that in my brain, the blood vessels will explode and I will die, convulsing in a violently bloody death, because this is what the thing that gets our Senate together. How did our nothing segment turn out to be the most fun out of all of them? I hate everything. (laughs) I hate everyone. But most importantly, I hate this fucking country.
<sighs> I hate it all. So fucking much. And the fact of the matter that the stream has decided not to shit itself during that entire thing makes me want to kill myself even more. I told you, we had one chance and we're gonna use it. Yeah, I fucking hate all of this. I hate this all. This has been, unironically, the dumbest episode we have ever done. From a technical standpoint, from a content standpoint, <laughs> from literally everything, this is the dumbest shit we have ever done so far. This is the dumbest episode we have done so far. I am m beginning to very strongly think that we should just not publish this episode. That, if anything, <laughs> we should just lock this behind a $2 paywall on Patreon because it's so fucking dumb that we are just going to pretend that next week was episode 10 and this did not happen because this is so fucking stupid. <sighs> and the worst part is... We have only been streaming for an hour 15. We haven't even reached two hours. We haven't reached an hour and a half. This is the dumbest episode we've ever done. <laughs> like, legitimately, I want to fucking... I literally want to find the closest train that is speeding down the rail lines and give it a kiss. Like, if possible, I would drink a mug full of bleach. I would sit in my car in my garage, and I will inhale every noxious fume that comes out of it. If possible, I would dress in drag and fly myself to fucking Iran and stand in the middle of a fucking mosque. I hate all of this. Calm down, calm down. We got Dragon Ball next week. We got Mario Kart next week. You have stuff to look forward to. This is so fucking dumb. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb, Sovereign. Just wait. Just wait. It's this gonna be worth it. So Stay dumb. with me. Stay with me. This episode is so <laughs> dumb. I, like, honest to God, like, if you saw the shit that I was fucking spitballing for content for this week, like, I was legitimately thinking about, let's just go over that one minute, 40 second trailer for a comic book event that we most assuredly will not be reading. <laughs> like, I mean... Thankfully, this this segment came out, and while stupid, was still a lot of fun to talk about. Oh, it was a lot of fun to talk about, if not for the sheer existential dread that I feel because of the sheer stupidity of it all. Oh yeah, you know it's it's it's. Oh man! Like I, my God! Like this is this. I am surprised the stream is still alive throughout all of this. I told you. I told you. Like just, honestly. Just... Like the thing, like the things that we actually talked about, like the Miss Marvel segment and the Pokemon, absolutely fucking scuffed. But this shit, the real <laughs> shit of the podcast, me explaining the very numerous and intricate ways I want to fucking kill myself. That is what the stream stays alive for. I hate all of this, genuinely. So, now that we're on this topic. I want to talk about something that I found entertaining, which was the fact that the Philadelphia 76ers oh, no. got absolutely ass blasted by the New York, by the Brooklyn Nets. No, last week. Uh, no, I refuse to let you talk about this. Yes. I barely 
I we barely had any input in the last ten minutes, <laughs> and you're going to bring this up? I can't commentate <laughs> on any of this. All you need to do is just agree with one simple statement. James Harden made a mistake leaving because he left the Brooklyn Nets for the 76ers and got ass-blasted by, by Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving Without Ben Simmons, the city of Philadelphia took such a collective L that Ben Simmons literally existing was the was an L, which, by the way, one year ago would have been an L for Philadelphia, but that was because they had him. You know what? I'm just going to sit here and clap like a spiel. You know, yes, good, yes. Good for you. But the yes, main thing yes. that we should be talking about is how the how the Phoenix Suns demolished the LA Lakers and how the Lakers have been absolute hot garbage this entire fucking season outside of LeBron going after the scoring record because LeBron is practically the only member of the Lakers that isn't so fucking geriatric that he can actually play professional basketball because that team is a fucking retirement home and it's a dog shit retirement home at that. Anthony Davis is made out of fucking paper. Russell Westbrook doesn't know whether he's an all-star level player or not, and the rest of the role players are so fucking old that they're getting circles run around them by Devin Booker and the like. The Lakers are fucking trash this season. There's just no other way to say it. Okay, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> I could go more about how the Lakers are trash, but I won't. <sighs> so... Um, what do we talk about? Because we haven't even hit the hour and a half mark. Uh, something that'll carry us for another ten minutes? Um, let's think. Let's think about something. Um, Espeon got banned from PU. I can't go off of this. I don't care about PU. I mean, the fact that Espeon was in PU to begin with is a fucking shame. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck is happening in the world that isn't that's interesting. I played Kirby Superstar over the weekend. I was actually playing Donkey Kong Country this weekend, actually. Yeah, I saw that on your story, which kind of weirded me out because I've been getting so much Donkey Kong Country, like, suggestions in my YouTube feed. So <laughs> to see you playing it on your story made me kind <laughs> of like, okay, I feel this is a sign and I don't like it. Why is everything in the world trying to tell me to look at Donkey Kong Country content? Hey, you gotta have some Donkey Kong in your life. But I'm playing Kirby. <laughs> I'm playing Kirby right now, and it's fun. I mean, I wish I was playing Kirby Superstar Ultra, because it's just a better Kirby Superstar. I mean, it is lit. Oh, Superstar Ultra, never mind. But Kirby Superstar is absolutely pretty fun. The Great Cave Offensive is annoying. I hate it, because the button to open the chest is the same button that you press to create an ally and get rid of your power-ups. And I hate it, because it's so annoying, because then I lose my power-up, and then the infinitely respawning Waddledees will come and fucking kill me. <sighs> I am just waiting for the Forgotten Land to come up, because Yo. Star Allies was such a disappointment. Oh, you can't wait to play as Nancy Reagan mode? Uh, are you ready to play as Nancy the Throat Goat Reagan? <laughs> Nancy the gl the Gluck Gluck Three Thousand Reagan. Please stop. Please. You make ready it stop. to play as that? Chat, make it stop. You ready to play as that? Except it's Kirby. 
Can we talk about, I know we did talk about this when it was first announced, but I'm still very much unnerved that the idea that Kirby can have a full mouth. Yeah, that is strange. After literally over 20 years of Kirby-based content, where it has been firmly established that the inside of Kirby is practically a black hole with no end in sight. I mean, hell, the... A fucking Ford Focus is somehow too much for him to swallow. I mean, hell, the existence of Triple Deluxe completely negates that. This man swallows logs for a living. Sentient logs at that. <laughs> but a fucking Ford Focus on an escalator is too much for him? <laughs> that's a little weird like honestly that's really fucking weird Nintendo like why is this the, the hill you've chosen to die on in terms of like what Kirby can't absorb yeah it doesn't even look good I'm not gonna lie the power like, it, look, look, it looks so weird it's very <laughs> it's very I don't like it I, ju I don't like it <laughs> I don't like it at all it's just very weird. Like, why did you choose to do this one time? Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something else about Kirby, but uh, yeah. I mean, speaking of Kirby, um, did you ever think we were gonna get Kirby and Mario Kart? Honestly, if any. Like character was coming, it would be Kirby, and I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, to <laughs> like, be honest, I still... ever since the Rosalina, like, oh my god, it's been that long. But ever since Rosalina came came out for for um Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U, I had been waiting for Kirby to show up in Mario Kart. Yeah, honestly, we're gonna get a new character. Then. At this point, if it's if it has to be a, if it has to be a non Mario character, there are only two acceptable characters. It needs to come in because I mean the Blue Falcon has been in available since um, Mario Kart Wii. Mario Kart since um, Mario Kart Wii. Mario Kart Wii. Because the Warp Star, you gotta account for the fact that there are adjustable wheels, and that doesn't really work on a Warp Star. So then it would have to be Dragoon. So my thoughts are either it would be the Dragoon or the Robobot. I'm thinking, what if it's the Dragoon? I, with I, the wheel enemies, wheel enemy, but pretty cool. But add on with a warp star glider. Now, now you're talking, because I'm thinking the dragon as either a motorcycle or ATV as, or as an ATV would be pretty good. Or actually, it could be. <coughs> no, no, never mind. Because the 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 blue falcon in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is. Yeah. In Mario Kart Wii, it was three wheels. Yeah. Which, Why did they get rid of three wheel vehicles? I'm pretty sure there's at least one three wheel vehicle in Mario Kart 8. Which one? Oh, it's the Bowser one. Yeah. Mm. But that's more of a bike compared to being a cart. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, they've settled on what their uh, car types are for this game. Yeah. I am excited because it'll be. More tracks to play, which would mean more time I can spend on Mario Kart, which is, you know, time well spent. Yeah. Oh <sighs> my god, I guess. We are not uploading this to the main channel. We are definitely making this a Patreon paper. <laughs> like, <laughs> dear god, this was fucking... <laughs> this stream was so bad. And, like, we have been dropping frames this entire time. I cannot imagine how bad this audio is.
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not even disappointed with the segments we did anymore. Honestly, I'm just, uh, I'm just more worried about our internet connectivity. Honestly, I mean, it was, it, as, mean, as, it, it as, was as, good to get that rant out. As brain dead as the uh, Sunshine Protection Act rant was, it was still a lot of fun to do. Oh, it was fun. It was definitely fun. I was just like going through my head. I was like, what was the song "Kill Yourself"? What were the different ways Bo Burnham told me to do that? That's how I'm thinking right now. <laughs> I've not listened to Bo Burnham's new stuff at all. Yeah. Well, before our luck runs out, I think it's about time that we call off this this uh the podcast episode for the night. Yep, we are about to hit the hour thirty mark. I do not know how these vods are gonna look together. This is gonna be such a Frankenstein. 